0: Hi, good morning. I am Olivia and this is Rose Tinted Glasses. Thank you so, so much for listening and for tuning in. Greetings from Pretoria, South Africa, to wherever you are in the world. And yeah, it's the beginning of a new week, a new day. And it can be your new beginning today whose child are you who do you belong to this is a because whose child you are in many cases can determine does determine where you end up in life unless you either support the good that you were taught Or you reject the bad if it was awful. So whose child are you? What is your answer to that question? Because truly and honestly, you are the child of the Most High God. You are the child of the Creator defender protector you are the child of the giver of life the source of everything you are the child of a king that's who you are we say so easily i'm a child of god What does this mean when you say, I'm a child of God? What does it mean to you? Is it important to you or to the people you are saying it to? Being a child of God is knowing who you are. God's love does not come with terms and conditions God's love is not earned it's all natural all giving all consuming all forgiving God's love is as real as it can be you know how he expresses his love to you To me, it's by giving us good things. And too often we think good things can only mean money. Oh, and money is wonderful to have. Oh, it's a great feeling to have money. But what he gives is more precious more valuable than any money in the world. It's priceless. When you understand that you are the child of God, when you truly understand who you are in God, it becomes a game changer. Your life changes because then you understand but i don't have to beg i don't have to beg i must just give thanks from school days sunday school days up until adulthood we all know the story of how God, how Jesus increased the breads, the load of bread. He did it twice. In one of the incidences, he said it, it's written there were five thousand men, not women and children. Those were just the men. So when you add the women and the children it's even beyond 5000 that God's increase it's God's abundance that he gave to his son and Jesus said every I belong to God and you belong to me and everything belongs to you so how can you beg when something belongs to you and you know the different ways how are why we are beggars instead of believers we become beggars when we put our trust in someone when we would rather face humiliation by a human being because he promised you a job he promised you money. That it then we become beggars and we don't even realize it. We become beggars when we put our faith in our jobs. Because when you are a big a beggar, you are a slave. We slave ourselves to death. Because forget whose child am I? We stress about food and clothes and money. And we forget whose child are you. We are royalty. And yet, when you look at Christians, they are always the ones who stress struggle the most because their king is a human being and they forget that their one and only king is God we serve a power that created the world out of nothing pure energy if you want to go the scientific route who's holding the earth together who's keeping balance in the universe in our universe in the different galaxies who it's the power of god yet, we proclaim his greatness but we beg for his goodness And it has been given to us. All we have to do is claim it. Instead of claiming our own, we want what someone else has. And when you want what someone else has, you are competing. And when you compete, you think someone is either less more than you they don't deserve what they have because it should have been you they stole your idea they stole your prosperity and if it was not for you they would not have been where they are because you think that you are God can you see how contradictory we are and in all of this in all of this, we ignore and reject the true, living, breathing, loving God. We are beggars and yet we think we are kings and queens. We are beggars because we refuse to trust God when he promises and we hold on to someone else's idea of who we are whose child are you i observed a very interesting thing one time the the difference between children who grew up with money it comes with confidence and a poor child is always asking asquisse, ask, apologetic, I'm sorry. Does that mean that poverty cripples you? It does. It robs you of your confidence. It robs you of your your, your ability to think. It cripples you, but it must never hold you prisoner the moment you understand what poverty is god and then you must wake up and realize that god has given you the power to break where you come from does not determine where you will end up that's why I said earlier. Depending on what family you were born in, mm-hmm. it can determine where you are going. If you allow that it it for it to dictate you, or you can make your own path through Christ. You can make your own choices your own decisions and you can create a completely new life through the power of god when you understand that you are the child of the living god that you can ask him everything and anything That the world belongs to you. And not the other way around. He says in Genesis go and have dominion, go and rule. But before you can rule over anyone else, you need to rule over yourself. You must rule over your emotions. Your fears, your insecurities, your doubts, you never overcome them. You cannot conquer them. Only Christ could and did, but not you, mere mortal. You can't. But but you can rule over it. When you have a kingdom, when you have a king, when you are a king or a queen you never i mean look at all the monarchies past and present you do not conquer your subjects you rule over them you keep them in check there are certain rules and laws that must be obeyed because you are the king the same goes when you are a child of god There must be God-given principles that you live by. And not the principles of doctrine, the principles of truth, of love, of God. The true principles of the creator of life. that sorry about that those are the principles that you must live by but we forget who we are because you base your life on the principles of everything and said god except god so whose child are you because you can proclaim with your lips That you are the child of God, but your heart and your thoughts are devious and deceitful and dishonest. So, whose child are you really? Who do you belong to? You know, it's very disheartening to come across adults who they are in their forties and their fifties, and they still cry about their childhood. It means all your life. You have been living in the dark. All your life, you never realized that you are the child of the true living God. He can be your mother, your father, your brother. He becomes your family. Everything that you cry about that you didn't have. Oh, I didn't have a good childhood. I didn't have good parents. I didn't have a good brother. I didn't have a good sister. Oh, I don't have good friends. You know why? That is your song. Because you don't know who you are. It's not just enough to say I am a child of God. You have to live it. Believe it. Own it. And claim it. Jesus was an inspiration to all of us. Do you think when you are negative and poisonous and vindictive, do you think you are an inspiration to anyone? Except those liars that you surround yourself with. You're not even inspiring them. They are just encouraging you to break your life apart brick by brick. So you see, if you knew who you are, if only you knew who you are, who you were, who you were born to be, you will never have the need to impress. In fact, in fact, it won't matter to you whether it's the king or the queen or celebrity or it doesn't matter who says what about you will be the same because you know who you are in Christ. You know whose child you are. You don't need the accolades of this world. It's nice. I'm not saying when it comes that you must deny it. No, accept it. Because you're being recognized for your hard work, your dedication, your good work. Take what is good, but rejects what is bad and what is evil remember who you are and you must have principles what are your principles because this was the thing about david david was a very emotional man when you read he acts so many times in being it was emotional but he was principled he had his principles because it was david's emotions that caused him to cause to kill Goliath because he went and he fed, he went to deliver food to his brothers. He wasn't even a soldier. And he said, Who is this man who's talking like this about my God, the God of Israel? Who is this man who's insulting us so much? He was fueled by anger. But because he was Principled man, his anger came because this man, Goliath the giant, because he attacked David's principles. If you don't have principles, you will lash out at anything and anyone because you won't have standards. You will be; it will be purely be based on emotions. But when your emotions When you feel aggrieved because of an injustice, it's principled. Not because, oh, someone hurt my feelings. I'm talking about a true injustice. Because our feelings are so fragile. You know, anything can hurt our feelings. That's just the fact of life. But if you know who you are, you can tell those feelings to go where they come from. Not too long ago, I went to an event, and there was this woman. As I was approaching her, she walked away. I thought, who does she think she is? My feelings told me, you know, don't even talk to her. Just go somewhere else. But my principal said no. So I went to her, and I introduced myself. And you know what? She wasn't even walking away from me. He was making space so I can have a better view of the table. You see, Felix, what they do? If you don't know who you are, they will rule you. They will block you. They will control you. And I ended up having the most amazing conversation. So can you see? How you stop, how you are stopping yourself from realizing your power as a child in God's kingdom. And what is his kingdom? His kingdom is prosperity man. It's abundance. It's love, peace, joy. All those things that we are running around like headless chickens looking for them. That is God's kingdom. Do you know what he means when he says, "When it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all those things will be added onto you." But no, what do we do? We 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 seek things that will bring us food and money and clothes and position and power. He says, "No, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek peace. Seek love." seek oh my gosh seek abundance prosperity faith hope and you don't even have to go all over just seek jesus and all those things will come to him because when you find jesus you find the kingdom of god when you find jesus you find everything you have spent your entire life looking for. So whose child are you? Not with your lips, but with your actions, your thoughts, your deeds, your reputation. Whose child are you? How honestly can you answer that question? Do you know? I can say with confidence, I am the child of the true, living, loving, powerful, all-present God. I can say that with confidence because he got hold of me. And he told me, fool, stop running around like a mad person when I'm right here standing at your door. And I know and I trust him after a long, bitter road and many unnecessary struggles and endless resistance, I can stand here and say in honesty and with confidence that I trust my God. I trust Him because I've seen the alternative of not trusting Him. I've seen the alternative of not relying on Him. I've been at the other side and it was not nice at all. So I am the child of the true living God. I am confident in him. I trust in him. I rely in him and he is my provider and whatever I am asking, he will give it in fact He has already given it. He has prepared this place for me to live abundantly, in prosperity, in happiness, in love, and peace. He has prepared it just for me. And that's the confidence I have. I am a child of the Most High God. I'm a child of the King. And the child of the King doesn't beg. We give thanks and we accept and embrace the goodness. And that is God. That's not me. The me would say, The me would say, When are things going to change? That's not me. But the God in me is saying, He's reminding me today that I am precious. Are precious. My time and my life, my skills and my experiences, they are precious because He has given it to me through much pain, humiliation. Because to come from where I was to where I am right now, I had to be grinded and molded. And because of that process, He has made me worthy, not a human being. Not a human being. Because if you take away all my skills, I am still precious. I am still highly favored. I am still a child of God. Not because of what I know and learned in this world, but because of what he has put inside of me. That's who I am. Deal with that. You cannot be apologetic. Oh, I am so humbled. Keep your humbleness. Take back your confidence. Take back your power. Take back your life in Christ. Stand tall and stand firm in Christ, not your abilities. Because when I stand up and I go on a stage and I'm saying, I am so and so, I have all of this, I have done this, you're not a child of God. You're not, because the child of God, a true child of God, you don't see your qualifications, you don't see your skills, you don't see your experience. You know what you see? You see is all you see is God, and you see the confidence. So when he, when he opens your eyes, and he guides you and leads you to the right opportunities because of the skills and the experience that he has given you good or bad all those bad people they did you a favor they taught you how to stand up for yourself how to appreciate they taught you to be unshakable and tough so all of that god gathered that experience every single one of it he gathered it and then at the moment he released all of it so i can stand tall and say my god has brought me here you will pay me what i'm worth you will appreciate my services you will respect what i'm doing and it won't end there you will tell everyone about my excellent service that i have provided to you through god because i am worth too much too much to come cheap so if you cannot afford my price don't even bother that's god's confidence here to tell you oh i bought this new car i live in this beautiful house i went on this expensive holiday that's for your private life it won't help me and it won't help you if i were to tell you now i just bought this amazing car is it going to do anything to you but if i tell you I have found God and God has given me the confidence to be a successful businesswoman. Then you'll be interested. You're like, oh, tell me more. But if I come and tell you, oh, I've made so much money and I've got so many clients. Am I going to teach you anything? But let's focus about, well, let's focus on God, on his kingdom, because we are, we have this kingdom within us. So whose child are you right now? Begin to remember it, that you are the child of the true living God. Be confident. Be unapologetic. But be kind and be loving. And say no. You have the right to say no. You can even say to someone, no advantage You can you have the right to say that even to people. It's your time. It's your money your life. Become the true child of God that you were meant to be. I thank you. Have a wonderful day.